I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. We are back tonight with another live streaming show on Get Vocal. We had a very rowdy show last week and gave away a very unique prize. You would have to watch the playback in order to see what it was. But tonight will be equally as exciting because we will be talking about what makes you dateable. Ah, all you have to do is download the Get Vocal app that's spelled G-E-T-V-O-K-L. It's completely free. Search for the Dateable podcast. And when we're live, you can just click join broadcast. You can either watch a show or mic up as a guest. It's super interactive and a great way to open up a candid conversation. So join tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific time on Get Vocal or join our Instagram Live or Facebook Live. And don't worry if you miss tonight's show, though. We have two more shows coming up in the next two Wednesdays, and you can always watch our show on playback on Get Vocal. 
Hey everyone, welcome to another bonus episode of the Dateable Podcast. Don't you love it? It's like you're getting something for free. Yeah, bonus. I mean, you're already getting it for free, and now you're getting like something for free. It's free. like super free right <laughs> super now. Super free. Clarence, <laughs> Clarence marked <laughs> Free, get one free. This bonus episode was taped at a bar on the Upper East Side in New York when Julie and I went there for an event. Not at the bar. <laughs> we were invited by Circle in the Wing to do an event about intergenerational learnings and networking. Part of our trip, we decided to visit my favorite bar from my early 20s <laughs> called Mad River. UA's <laughs> face is on the door, like, don't let her in. <laughs> I've been banned. Um, I wasn't supposed to say that, right? (laughs) Damn it. Blew my cover. So while we were at Mad River, we met the manager there, Ryan, who's like, girls, I have a ton of good stories for you, learnings for you, being a bartender. The bartender sees everything. The bartender, they see everything. everything. And also, they're just so good at analyzing what's going on. Like they They can detect what's going on on a date before the people on the date right. could even know. Isn't it like bartenders or therapists, right? They, <laughs> and psychics. So they don't like everything, right? <laughs> so we we said, so we were like, Ryan, let's get you on an episode. Let's tape this and let's just do it at the bar. So we did that and we maybe had a drink or two. <laughs> I, I'm so happy we did this because we've been actually talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about doing overheard dates because like what we just said, they hear everything. I think also what he pointed out to which was super interesting. It's like how people treat the bartender says so much about Mm. them. So there's like different signs of just like how you're interacting with other people at the bar, like all of that, like he observes as a bartender and manager, Mm. but also people on dates, that can be stuff that you start to observe about your date. So it may make you look at bartenders a little differently. Yeah. And if they really like you, they also might hook you up too. So yeah, (laughs) with a date or a drink. Yeah. (laughs) And if your date's a bar, Right? (laughs) Then you can go home with them. (laughs) So many opportunities. I think the new bartender, though, is probably the Uber driver. What they get on the way back from the date. Oh, my gosh. People in the car coming back from a date. I want to be part of that. (laughs) There's so much happening in Ubers. I don't even want to know what I'm sitting on. But, okay, let's just talk. Let's focus and talk about this episode. Here we are. Bartender Ryan. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable. And no, you're not hearing things because we are actually at a place that's not quiet. We're at a very lively bar here on the Upper East Side in New York City called Mad River. One of my one of my all-time favorites when I lived in New York. I frequented we frequented this place so much every Wednesday after a dance class. It was ridiculous. Like we knew everyone, we knew the menu inside out. We are with the manager of Mad River, Ryan, who is new. Right? New. One month in. One month so he in. he was not here when you were a frequent customer. Yeah, we did not. No, no. I so I didn't know. see all of the, the shit shows the and shit all The shit show, the hot messes. Yeah. You ate your 20s. Oh my goodness. Uh, I don't even remember what those stories were. So let's just re- erase all those memories for now. But... But I will give a little background on Ryan. He's 34 years old, born and raised on the Upper East Side in New York City, which is a very rare thing. You are an unicorn, and you are single. And happily single. Happily single. Happily single. Happily single. Did you How just was, get out yeah. of a relationship? What, what does that mean? I, I was in an eight-year-long relationship. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And, and then you were like, fuck that? Yeah, I'm like, I've had enough. I was like, I have more oats to sow. I have more living to do. I didn't want to feel held down anymore, and now... 
I'm, I'm so happy, honestly. When did you guys break up? About a year and a half ago. Okay. I've just been on a tear since, you know. Just, Good. Yeah. Just like, get it. Getting it, yeah. <laughs> just taking advantage. You're I living in New York City. You're having like all these opportunities. You can go out any night of the week. You never have to see the same people again for the most part. Exactly. Except when you work in a bar and then they know where and you're then they at. Know and where then you're they at. come and find you whenever they want, <laughs> yeah. which is so just, a new development for me. But, so tell us about some of the observations you've had here at Mad River. Some of the observations I've had here at Mad River. I'm assuming you've seen a lot of dates or just drunk people trying to hook up. Yeah. Well, I've only been here a month, but I have seen some. Like, well, there's one of the, there's a co there's another bartender who works here, and a couple nights ago he comes in, he brings some girl in on a first date. That met in an elevator really drunk one night and they decided to go out and she's just another shot of vodka another shot of vodka and i can see already where this is going and you can literally watch people go from being a little nervous in the beginning yes. to loosening up to just just groping each other at the bar Wait, within Ryan, a matter of an hour. Shots of vodka on a date, that's pretty that's aggressive. aggressive, right? It's aggressive. But he works here, you said? He does work here. So, so it's almost, house. <laughs> well, there is there is a little bit of a you rub my back, I'll rub yours type of thing going on. A quick you rub club, my club. something and I'll yeah, rub oh, yours. Hey thing too. I don't think it's just oh, the back. Oh, yeah, 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 not just the back, no. <laughs> Multiple rubbings going on. But I admit I've been at bars before and I totally have done that progression of like starting off like here, then ending up like here. And I always wonder if anyone's watching me and now the answer is yes. So do you judge, I guess not judge, but you can assess how a date will go based on what they order. Oh, right? Yes, by how they're by the amount that they're drinking, uh -huh. by the regularity with which they're getting more drinks and whatnot, how how well she's laughing, her body intonations, which if she's sitting more facing him, are their hands kind of overlapping okay, each other? Okay, let's break it down. Let's yeah, break there's it down. a lot of nuance going on here. What are some signals of a date that's not going to go well? If she's kind of slouched back a little bit, I if I see her kind of checking on her phone oh, more often than bad. I think she should, maybe she's seeing like what else is going on. It's what I'm tending to think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's trying to show him some silly cat video on YouTube. Probably so I, you're right. But I, could, I, think but, you're but right. I think I'm probably right. She might be a little bit bored or, or losing focus. Or she's like ordering water. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes I'll see the girl able to drink more than the guy, which which is a new one for me sometimes. And what's the result of something like that? The guy can get, he'll go from being a little quiet to then being too loose-lipped. Oh. And he'll, he'll maybe start divulging things he shouldn't divulge. Oh, so, oh shit. And I'm like, you're, you're not, he's not doing himself any favors by, because I think you want to loosen up and you get too loose. So have you ever like overheard a conversation that was either like awkward or going amazing? Every day. And then, so, and then I have this internal question that I have with myself, like, do you interject? Do you want to let other people know that you can overhear their conversations? Do you interject? I, I did. I, case by case basis I will say something because sometimes I think of myself as like a help I, I want to help facilitate this for the guy absolutely yeah. and for or for the girl you're if an I, advocate I am an advocate of I want people to be happy and I want them to be together and, but, but what are some signs of a couple that okay so we've talked about signs of a date that's not going to go well yes what about some signs of a date that you think there's potential for a second date like if I see what could be true love yeah I've only potential. been here a month. I don't know if I've seen this true love, this this unicorn of <laughs> Maybe love. Maybe they're not come coming through. to Mad River. They're yeah. looking for true love. But I think like the 
physical touch. Like some of the stuff you mentioned earlier is mm-hmm. like yeah. you can see yeah. when a date is going well versus like you're like a mile apart on the bar, you know. Have you ever seen um, someone on a like two people on a date where one person's drinking a lot, a lot more than the other one? Because usually I try to pace myself with the yeah, person. Yeah, same. Or sometimes what I'll see instead of that is that one person will come to the date already a wreck. Oh, a wreck or like a couple they'll, drinks. We'll have like a wreck. Or wreck. I'll, I'll wow. notice that they're a wreck because they'll tell the same stories multiple times, <laughs> and, and they'll ask the same questions over and over again, and. It's almost like I know more about your date than you know about your date by the end. Oh and my god. It's not god. a good look. And sometimes I almost want to like swoop in and be like, just say something, but that would be overstepping my bounds as the bartender manager. I just want to. But sometimes I think they do want to rely on you. They do, yeah. Have you had a circumstance where someone was hitting on you in the middle of their date? Where you took someone home who was on a date? I have gotten a phone number on a date oh. while somebody else was on a date. I said to them, oh, are you doing an event here? You might want to do an event here. If you give me your number, I'll send you oh, smooth. event info. Because there's this whole upstairs room that they have parties and different types of things in. So that was the guys of which I got her phone number or she said another girl said that she did public relations and I said oh maybe we could do some kind of trade-off with public relations for, for drinks at the bar so do you think they're like they were business though or do you think they were like have the underlying message of, um, I want to flirt with you I think it was underlying message okay. maybe a little bit a hand on my shoulder at one point there was some Kino escalation going on and that was an indicator to me that maybe that that was something that she was interested in that's smooth because that's like a good way to get my number while you're on the date because like a guy's not gonna be like don't give it to him for business right yeah have you ever have have you ever seen someone else swoop in on a date let's take a quick break because i have a feeling you may want a glass of wine am i psychic or what there is nothing like winding down with a glass of wine while listening to your favorite podcast and now with first leaf you can save money on award-winning wine that you're guaranteed to love how First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique taste. I just received my first shipment of six bottles after taking the wine quiz. I gotta say, they were pretty spot on. But the most fun part is drinking each bottle and then rating them online. Now First Leaf knows even more about my wine preferences. And in case you were wondering, no, I did not drink all six bottles in one sitting. I'm not an animal. Want to give First Leaf a try? You can take advantage of an exclusive introductory offer of $29.95 for six bottles plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf, that's L-E-A-F, dot com slash datable. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E. Now back to this episode. Yeah, have you ever seen someone else swoop in? I don't know. It takes a lot of confidence to swoop in on somebody else midday. It would be pretty insulting. No, I don't think I've seen it directly in front of my face quite like that. So I went, I went where I was at a, well, I was at a bar once on a date and the bartender was like, are you on a date? When he went to the bathroom, like he could tell. And I was like asking what was obvious about it. And he was basically just like sensing our conversation wasn't super flowing. Like we knew each other well. And he made a comment that there was one time that a girl, a guy were on a date, he sensed it wasn't going well. He went to the bathroom and then she was like, he was like on it. And she ended up leaving with her. Damn. Wow. 
Yeah. So I don't know if he was like trying that move with me too. I don't know what was happening. If that's like his go-to, I don't know. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's it's not like anybody has possession of each other when, when they're on a date. No. I, I like that idea though. I'm going to use that. I'm going to start like giving the guy lots of water and stuff like that <laughs> to like try to encourage a quick bathroom break for him. I was going to ask if you ever like gone up to people and been like, I think you got, are you guys on a date? Like, have you ever called well, it? I'll tell you what happened to me. I went to a bar with my brother's girlfriend's friends a couple, like last week, and I was with them, and another girl asked me, are you with those girls? And I said, no, no, I'm not with those girls. And then she was just- She swooped in. She swooped in on me. Damn. And then she started asking me like inappropriate questions, like she was really drunk. <laughs> like, like what? Do what? you eat good? Oh, pussy? Wow. I like, oh, I'm like, hey, what's your name again? Like, what is going on here? How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, hopeful. Like, <laughs> hopeful. Like, like this could be my night. Like, maybe I've done something good in a past lifetime that's wow. going to result in like all these good things happening for me. And then she tells me that some guy named I'll talk, should I say the guy's name? No, no, this is, yeah. Some guy on <laughs> Tinder. She was talking to some guy on Tinder, and the guy on Tinder told her to have to have sex with another dude in public. And she oh. was like, "Do you want to sleep with me in public?" And I was like, you know "All what right, like to, oh, to, to, to like for some other dudes, like so she can tell some other guy about it." And I was like. What is I going on? I will say on there right is now? the reputation that New Yorkers are more direct. Oh yeah, this is 100% I mean, validated. Our that. guy friends think New York is a gold mine for aggressive women, and they want to come here and date. Because in San Francisco, I guess it's not the same way. Why the women are a little bit more shy or reserved? Do you think? I not think reserved. I would say I reserved, think, but yeah. I do think women are more aggressive in New York because of the numbers. Because of the ratio, there is just more women than men here. Oh, so you they got to be a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, they got to be a little bit more competitive. I don't know. I think that was an anomaly for me. Actually, I will say, yeah. New Yorkers, though, in general, I think are more straight shooters than. Yeah, West Coast is all like lovey-dovey, like vibes. You know, it's like New York is more to the point. It's more like, hey, do you want to eat pussy? <laughs> In San Francisco, it would be like, do you want to get a drink? <laughs> what has been the most surprising thing about being a manager here at a bar in the, in the month that you've been here? Well, just late night. I guess when I being single, just in general, I never really go to bars by myself. So I want to hear it. more about your dating life. Yeah, you made this comment like it's awesome to be single. Yeah, Let's hear it. I like to make other people. What makes me feel good is making other people feel good. Okay. And so seeing that response from other people and trying to help women learn how to use their bodies better, I find it tremendously rewarding. What do you mean? help women how to use their bodies better. What does that mean? I find many, many women are not fully sexualized. In what way? Let's let's dive deeper. Like they're not comfortable being sexual. More like they don't know how to get the maximum amount of pleasure from themselves and they're probably not used to mo they're used to most guys also not being able to pull that out of them, like full body orgasm style. What made you come to this conclusion? Of of what? What's the conclusion? That, that women that aren't I, fully sexualized and you're finding women aren't. Just from sleeping with many women is what, what and then have, hearing their response afterwards. Oh, feedback. Uh, you're getting yeah, feedback. Physiological responses. Okay. To it. So has your number gone up instrumentally in the last year? Yes, in the last year and a half. Absolutely. You gotta get it. Like, I gotta get it before. Years. You don't have to give us numbers, but like 2x? 
Maria? 10x. Oh, um, from where I was before. Yeah, it's got to be like 40x. <laughs> no, I mean... 30. 30x. Or that, I don't think about it in x as many as just like... <laughs> maybe double it. You know, maybe okay. I doubled my... Uh, no, actually less than doubling my numbers probably but i already had good numbers okay but not like good numbers in terms of you know i treat every woman i want to make sure i'm very upfront with women beforehand i'm there for a good time not necessarily a long time and that's not what you're looking for a and that's not what i'm looking for but you know the more you tell a woman that you're not interested in a relationship it's, not interesting. it's more like she wants to be in a relationship or she gets that idea in her head that she can change you, change you. oh yeah. yeah do you find that always and so sometimes they're ignoring the red flags what are your red flags for yourself like if i if, 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 I find if a girl selfish. if a girl was dating you what would be the red flags they should be looking for in you what would be the red flags in me wow yeah. this got really meta really fast <laughs> i mean uh, probably to start the fact that you said you don't want to be here for a long time is a pretty big yeah. red flag if you're yeah. looking oh, for yeah. something for a long time yes um sometimes i'll tell women that i really like to you know be, find a bisexual woman i think would be nice maybe one that would be open to like being with other women but that one that would want to want to be with other women because then because i'm afraid that i'm going to get bored of a woman but if she would be open to bring other women in occasionally then but you want her to bring other people into the relationship other for women you to enjoy with as well. a, yeah with not me. like independently they're like going yeah not independently okay. she would bring other women in. i think i could see myself with a person like that long term but i don't know if i'm looking for something that doesn't exist mm. but what are you looking for ryan i'm look. i'm, I'm fearful of becoming bored because mm. i'm a pleasure seeker i'm like somebody who likes to eat like a whole stack of pancakes and like eat life every single day and I, I don't want to feel closed off or caged in or do you think that's a product of being in an eight-year relationship I think it might just be a me you know yeah. just somebody who always lives life excessively do you feel bored in the relationship you know even though I a little bit yes I did okay. <laughs> even though I love the person I love the compassion I love the communication and the understanding of self-awareness that I could learn about myself through the dating, I still felt like there was more for me out there. So do you want to like settle down with one person or are you unsure? Yeah, what's your ultimate goal? To find a bisexual woman. <laughs> <laughs> you should move to SF. There's a ton of people ready for you. Really? But you know, yeah. Even if they say that they're bisexual and they want to be with other women, I'm afraid that once we get further in, that they're going to change their thought process and they're going to shift. We're seeing a trend in SF that tons of women are leaving to be with other women. Yeah, but th really? that's yeah. probably not what you want either. It's somebody who is a lesbian. You're looking for bisexual, you're not looking for a lesbian. Right. You don't want them to leave you all together. It's going to be in the middle. No. Yeah. So, yeah, it Sounds like but I believe in what I bring to the table, so I'm not self-conscious. What do you bring to the table? Impeccable technique. <laughs> I mean, impeccable. Wait, I have how a, do you know? I'm representing Mad River right now, so I have to be careful what I say. But um, impeccable in terms of what you've gotten feedback. Yes, many women describing like that they didn't even know things that they could that happened to them that they didn't even know was possible. Wow! So they basically, so you're like, even if they like other women, they're not leaving what they got here. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. like heroin according to them. But like then, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt women either. And so, how do you not hurt women 
when you're giving them something that they can't get anywhere else. Because I know women can go out, you guys are great, you guys can go out to the bar, you can have sex with anybody any night of the week for the most part, you guys could go get action. But I'm trying to bring something that you wouldn't be able to get, which is, you know, it's almost like you could emotionally connect with somebody also doing it. That's a, really interesting that you bring that up because what you're saying is you're not looking for something serious. Mm -hmm. You're not looking for a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. These women may be looking for that, yes. but you're able to offer something different, different which is yes. pleasure. Pleasure, yeah? strictly and, but pleasure. You, and you're very honest about that, I'm guessing. I call it radical honesty. That's like my Radical honesty is what we're methodology. about as well. But and then even when you are radically honest, you feel like there is still this un underlining hope that these women have about Definitely. changing you somehow. So then you're you're worried about hurting people. Yes, I am definitely worried because even as much as honest as I could possibly be, there's still feelings involved because yep. there's sexual energy is the most powerful energy that anybody has. Have you ever caught feelings? Yeah. Like from one of these um, people. Let's take a pause and appreciate the fact that spring is about to spring up soon. Before winter melts away, this is the perfect time to get ahead of the curve and stock up on the latest spring collection from ModCloth. Just a quick scroll through the website, you'll experience an eyegasm of pastel pinks, seafoam greens, and lilacs. I recently just ordered the adorable Around the Edges colored top in lavender. As the name suggests, this top is absolutely adorable and so perfect for work and play. And ModCloth, they believe fashion should celebrate all women with their sizes ranging from double zero to 28. Their team of mod stylists can also hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. For dateable listeners only, you get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Just go to modcloth.com and enter the code dateable at checkout. Again, just go to modcloth.com and enter the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Now, back to the show. Have you ever caught feelings? Yeah. Like from one of these um, people? You know, there was, I'm usually, maybe because I don't want to be hurt, I tend to back away faster than than they could. But, you know, there was one girl about a couple months ago that I thought maybe I would have feelings for, I could have feelings for. But then I was seeing some red flags about her that she was a touch selfish. And then she said to me that she's been having a great time, but that she wasn't looking for anything. And I was like, okay, that's like, that's fine. Like, good luck. And I was very surprised because I didn't think that she, the two times that we were intimate, first time she um, said that her period was induced during it. And the second time she was saying something about her, like an ovary incident that was aggravated, like a previous condition she had. So I never really got the chance to fully dazzle her before she did like the kind of breaking it off. She also could have had other stuff going on, it sounds like, with like, yeah. who knows. Yeah, I said, yeah, feel free to hit me up if you want something casual. And then that was the last I ever mentioned. You didn't get to dazzle her, though. <laughs> you know what's, uh, what is crazy about this situation is you're 34 years old. So for a woman to meet you, just by age alone, they would probably assume, oh, he's of age to yeah. want to settle down or look for a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. And then they hear that you had gotten out of an eight-year relationship, and they might think, okay, then he's like very used to being in a relationship. So there's all these like other extra voices that someone would have about you 
that would point sure. in the direction of like, oh, maybe he's just going through a phase, but eventually he yeah. wants a full, long-term, committed relationship. I was going to say that even if it's like the eight years, it'd be like, maybe he's just feeling this right now. Yeah. It's, like, it's in possible. a couple months, it'll possible. change. But you're, but you only, you feel what you feel. That's the problem, right? It's like, I can't, I'm not going to date someone for the potential him. I'm dating someone for the present him. And I, I guess that that's the conundrum is that when someone dates you for their future Ryan, that they're gonna get hurt. So segue to takeaways. Takeaways. Good part. Well, yeah. wrap this up soon. But wait, I was gonna do one more part. Oh, oh wait, do you have yeah. notes? <laughs> Some ideas for dating for cheap. Are we on right now? By dating the way? for cheap in New York City. Okay. Yeah. So it. since you're like the dating guru because you work at a bar and clearly I don't you know about a, a guru, <laughs> but I actually own it. Own I prefer it. not even to take them out on dates and just find somebody between two thirty and three thirty in the morning and. The bartender. Yeah, I mean that's very right? honest. I've I've slept with many bartenders here at Mad River. Oh, really? and it's always between two thirty and three thirty. But isn't that like when you're off? I will too, admit right? to that. That's what like I'm you're off, not yeah. there on prime dating hours because you're here. I've also only been bartending for a month. So okay. Right. I haven't like and maybe eight <laughs> times total ever. So oh, eight to ten times. Caught you in like two out of those eight times. Yeah, you guys. Are, I'm not even bartending. I today's my day off. I was like, I just came oh, in to like come in. I wanted to be party. here for you guys. I read. I was listening to your thing and I was liked it Love so it. much. And I felt like we were actually kind of kindred spirits because I've always kind of imagined myself as you know like somebody offers like sexual advice or charity to, to women. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're so giving. I always try to be extra over-the-top giving. So you said that you have some tips for people since you've dated a lot in New York. What yeah. are some of your dates for tips oh. for dating cheap in New York? Picnics in the park. Okay. You got set prices there. You could bring a bottle of wine and maybe a cheese and some crackers and call it a day. That's, yeah, that's, that's set. And it's and cute. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice meat cute idea. They're not going to think like, hey, he's just trying to bring me to a bar for a drink. It shows a little bit more thought than that. Yeah. By getting the cheese, probably for whatever you're going to buy for that wine, bottle of wine, you could, would be one glass at a restaurant. Exactly. Can I just play devil's advocate on that one, though? Because if some guy took me for a picnic in the park, I would think he's probably more serious than what you're giving Yeah, off. I wouldn't think he just wanted me between 2.30 and 3.30 a.m. I would think it was like, why, that might be conflicting messages. Unless if it's a yeah. booty call picnic in the park. I'm just trying to think of cheap dates as yeah, okay, opposed to, one. well, I was one of the first hundred customers at Chick-fil-A also. And so I got a free Chick-fil-A card. So I've got, so I get 52 free Chick-fil-A meals for the year. And I went and I did that three times over the course of the last oh year. God. So I have 156 free Chick-fil-A meals, so. Can I just point to the fact that there's only one Chick-fil-A in New York City? Mm -mm. No, mm -mm. it used to be In the only... last year, they've opened up a number. That's how I've got all the no cards. No way. See, only one Chick-fil-A at NYU. That was like the secret Chick-fil-A. Okay, so what right. is a girl's like reaction when you take her to Chick-fil-A? I'm not going on a date with you if you're taking me to Chick-fil-A. No, okay. That's what I was thinking. I feel like everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Actually, good. it's universally loved. Nobody's dislike. But I, I'm also going to judge you way hard if you take me to Chick-fil-A okay. on a first date. That's fair. Actually. <laughs> but sometimes I would go, my parents have a pool on their roof. And so I would go to the pool on my parents' roof, then Chick-fil-A, then back to my you place. You are so Upper East Side right now. <laughs> that would be like a, a move. Or the museum. The museum, it's a suggested admission, so you can pay a dollar. Also, my <laughs> my friend has a website where you can get last minute tickets to different types of shows and things like that. Oh. What's so the website I, called? I, I called him up before we did this podcast, and I'm not allowed to say because okay. discretion has its privileges with this thing. <laughs> 
and I was like talking to him in France and stuff like that. He was like, call me on my Facebook Messenger because it'll be cheaper that way. And I'm like, can I say the name of the company or not? He said, don't say it. Oh, it's like the but black market. I know. It's like, it's my game. Other people will be taking their dates to Broadway shows. Yeah, so that's one of them. And I would totally give us think one you more. were serious right. you're taking me to yeah. a Broadway show, though. One Just putting more. that out there, too. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, hefty date. Oh, Jeez. one more. I take him to Mad River for dollar taco night. Thursday night at Mad River, dollar beer night. Do you have to pay because you work here? I don't have to pay a dime, no. But so then what I could also do is other bartenders from surrounding bars come in, I hook them up, and I can take a date there and then go quid pro quo with them. And then they'll hook me up and then I can just bounce them around. Start them off at the other bar, then take them here for the triple shot finish off. That's a great perk. That is a great perk. It really is. It's one of the best. I don't even have to pay me here. Just that alone is really enough for me. That's the women and the drinking and the food. And the food, all of it. What are some takeaways we have this conversation with Ryan? Where do we even start? I okay. mean, well, the biggest takeaway is you can't change anybody. Stop yeah. trying to change someone. Wait, wait it out. See the potential them. There's no use in any of that. You have to accept someone for the present them and accept them for who they are, where they are in this stage. And totally. even though if it's a phase, it's still the present truth. Take people at face value. I think I've learned that a couple ways. Yes. A hard time. Someone tells you they don't want something serious, they probably don't. But I'm going to revert back to our earlier discussion of takeaways and I think while you're on a date know the bartender's always watching oh yes, <laughs> yes. use the bartender however you can they are your resource right because the longer you stay there the more you spend also too I think like people will judge the way you treat other people that you encounter like if you're not nice to a bartender you're, or you're extra nice to them like I think people will see that as like a character value I do so oh, I think definitely like yeah like I've heard from other bartenders that like men don't really like engage with me and they ignore me and like all this stuff but if you don't want to be too friendly that you're ignoring your date but yeah. like be nice like a nice person and people will go a long way always treat other people how you would want to be treated yeah even that's though that's like it, the golden rule right even if it's just a fleeting like fling that's yeah, maybe okay. they'll give you and your drink a free drink you know can I just tell you my Mad River story? Please. I have so many. No, no, but I will divulge. Mad River I will divulge. We, I was here one night with my friend Rob. We just finished a dance class. He taught a dance class at the New York Sports Club here around the corner. And we came over and the bartender that was bartending that night looked like just like Michael Buble. Until this day, I still don't remember his name. We're Facebook friends, but I can't find him. We'll just like, call him Buble. Buble. So the whole night, we're like, Michael Buble, Michael Buble. Like, whatever, Michael Buble. I go home with Michael Buble, okay? He had this nice one bedroom apartment on the Upper East Side. I don't know what his deal was, but he was like, here's a closet. You can take up some space here if you ever move in. Oh my and well, God. those nights, right? And we went up to this roof, looked at the stars. It was wonderful. So the next morning, he walked me to brunch. I was getting brunch with a friend of mine. Never saw him again. But years later, Michael Buble messaged me asking about something that I was doing, and I could not remember who he was. Oh. I could not remember him out. Like, till this day, I still can't remember his name. But if he you was saw him, you would, would I, like... He looked like Michael Buble. He probably still looks more like Michael Buble now. But he was trying to help me in my career. I mean, it was like a connection that I needed. But I uh-huh. could not place who he was until he said, Matt River. <laughs> I was like, Matt River! So what did he want? I, I mean, I don't remember. This was years ago. It was like, okay. he was trying to help me with 
with something in my career. But anyway, it was like making what a connection. A sweet guy. Well. Michael Bublé, if you're out there, you're such a nice guy. What Michael, is your name again? Call us, Michael, please. You can just drop in right now. Yeah, hop in, Michael. <laughs> if you're on Facebook Live and you're listening, you're yes, here you're waiting for I'm right here. Yeah. Where's my closet? We have a face. shot of vodka for you. Before we end our combo, I have one last question for you. Yeah. Being a bartender, your hours are, like, I know it's new, so it's only been yeah. the last month. Do you go on dates, like, on the weekdays I, or, like, when do you I like, had a date. Times? I was supposed to have a Tinder date on Tuesday. Okay. Do you have a date the, tonight? I, uh, no, I don't. Have you met Julie? <laughs> you guys should go on a date tonight here <laughs> live on the Dateable Podcast. Just saying. I'm only not here looking for night. anything, but <laughs> <laughs> she really isn't. And she loves That's, dollar tacos. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, free tacos. Free tacos. No. no. Oh, I'm just kidding. Too much. Red River's got great tacos, though. Don't, don't hate on us for that joke. Now you're always going to remember uh -oh, tacos a certain now. way. Oh. We should wrap this hey up. Hey, now. Because yeah. he just refilled my drink. I need yes. to go. Thank okay. you so much, Ryan. Thanks for having if me, If you're guys. ever in New York City, come visit him here at Mad River on the Upper East Side. You're guaranteed to have a really fucking good time. Stay, Stay dateable. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag StayDateable and trust us, we look at all of those posts. Then head over to our website, DateablePodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable.